Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. I am Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about four areas of your finances that are more important than rate of return. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we could expand this to like a lot more than four, but these are the four most important. We'll start with the top four. <laughs> um, so we're going to get into that. So the four takeaways is, is going to be the, those items. Um, before we dive into that, though, Alex, what are we drinking today? Uh, we are drinking the Sink Sense from Chimay. This is a it's a Belgian or Trappist style uh, beer. It's eight percent ABV, and, and it's got a, a whopping thirty eight IBUs. Obviously, uh, Belgian style beers are not known for their for their IBUs. Yeah, this was actually given to us by uh, Lisa Sawoya. So, Lisa, if you happen to listen to this episode. Uh, we appreciate the beverages. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so it's, I, I normally love Belgian beers and this won't surprise you by that statement that I also really enjoy this beer. So um, it's, I didn't, how would you <laughs> describe it, Alex? Like I'm trying to describe it. I mean, if you haven't had a Chimay and you like you aren't a fan of Belgians, this is where to start. This is just a delicious beer. Yeah, so solid beer. And in terms of bottle cap rating, Alex, what do you rate? What are you giving bottle cap wise? 10. 10, 10 bottle caps. I'm gonna give it a nine just because I'm gonna be different. <laughs> <laughs> of course. This is a solid one. So make sure you, you try it out. We're normally doing uh, specific local Northwest beers. Uh, but this one was given to us, thought we would try it out. So make sure you give them a, give them a try. So why don't we dive right in here, Alex? So, you know, the, the common, the common conversation I think a lot of people want to have is around what investment choices and what kind of return can they get on their money, right? Like it might even be what a lot of people think maybe we do for a living is talk about investment choices and rate of return on money. And while we do a piece of that for sure like in, the, in the grand scheme of things there are a lot more important important items than rate of return and we've talked about this a decent amount but these are all going to be things that we at least have some amount of control over we don't really have control over a rate of return like we can't control when the market goes up when the market goes down how much volatility the market has day to day, things of that nature. We can control our asset allocation. That's not really what we're just, what we're talking about in terms of rate of return. So each one of these four things are things that we can control. We can control the rate at which we're saving. We can control how well we protect our income. We can control the location that we put our money. And to a certain extent, we can control some of the taxation on our money based on the location of where we put it. And so those are the four areas. Let's, let's dive into number one that you brought, you brought up there, rate of savings, right? So, you know, this is the key piece in all of financial planning, right? Like if you're not saving any money, hard <laughs> to plan. Mm -hmm. And while we understand because of inflation, right? And because of how the market's doing and because of maybe loss of job, like we understand life happens, right? So your rate of savings, as much as Alex and I 
And you've probably heard us say you should save 20% of your gross income or more. The fact of the matter is, is life occurs and sometimes you're going to dip down to 15 or 10, or maybe you might even dip down to zero. But the more consistent you are with that rate of savings, the better off you're going to be into most, most items in that rate of savings, you can control it. Yeah. I mean, this is the number one like thing that's going to cause success or failure. I'd love to tell you it's working with Ryan and I or another financial planner. That's not accurate. This is the number one success factor is, are you saving an appropriate amount of money? And that like saving 20% is not a panacea. It's not going to cure everything, but it's going to cure a heck of a lot of things. And depending upon where you're at in your journey, like if you start saving 20% early enough and continue saving 20%, like the rest of it somewhat becomes easy. And I think we'll end number one on this statement. If you're, if you're okay with it, Alex, the fact of the matter is, is, and Alex already alluded to this. If you chose to save some lesser amount than 20% or your savings is all over the place on many levels, then you're relying upon rate of return, something you can't control to either make or break your financial plan. Yes. Which is why rate of savings is the first thing we spoke about. End of story. Absolutely. Then we get to protection income number two, right? And this goes to really ties to number one savings rate, because if your income stopped, how are you going to save money? It's not possible. Right. So, and we've had whole episodes, several episodes on round protecting of income. So I don't think we'll, we'll spend a lot of time here. But your income is what builds your assets, pay down your debt, right? Provides you with the lifestyle that you currently have. And hopefully when you retire, it's also the lifestyle when you retire, right? It's just your assets turn into income at that point. But and the fact of the matter is, is you got to protect it. Right. We're, and we're broadly just describing income here. It's really any source of cash flow that comes into you in the balance sheet. So it doesn't necessarily have to be from you working. But like whether it's you working or whether it's an asset that's working for you, we need to make sure that that income doesn't stop. Yep. Which takes us to number three, and this is location. And I think this is one of the I, one of the bigger takeaways. Is my guess will be this topic, and maybe topic number four here, Alex, because I think a lot of people they don't really stop and think about where it is they're putting their money for the bigger picture standpoint, because, because there are media outlets, there are financial celebrities, and almost all of them say the first dollar should be going in your 401k at work. Well, and it's, it's just one of those things where we talk a decent amount as an industry around getting a certain rate of return, whether it's an average rate of return, an estimated rate of return, whatever, where the industry focuses on rate of return. The second thing that the industry focuses on is how much to save. And rightly so, that actually should be the most discussed and talked about thing is how much to save. But we do a terrible job as an industry of talking about where to save. Like we just or where don't. to put money in, in general. Right? Yeah. Another piece to location is, right? So you're making $200,000 a year and then you get RSUs coming in the door as well. Maybe that's kicking you up to three hundred dollars or $400,000 a year. Okay, so the question is, is how much should be going towards paying down debt? Maybe you want to pay down your mortgage, should you? 
or student loans or any other debts that you might have? How much should be going there? How much should be going into your 401k at work? Should it go traditional or should it go Roth? How much should be going into savings accounts? How much should be going towards maybe planning for your kid's education? How much really should be going? Like I could go on and on in a whole episode talking about the different questions that we get around where should I be putting my money? But in general, the American public doesn't even know where they can put money. Right. There is an absolute just dearth of education around like what are the options and how do each one of them work? Now take it a step further and say, okay, I've been putting my money in place X. How many of you actually say, okay, what are my taxation um, on that money this year? And to take it a step further, what's the taxation on that money 20, 30 years from now? What are the decisions that I'm making by default as a result of this decision of where I'm putting money? And that's the conversation. I think a really good advisor, I mean, that conversation alone unlocks a ton of value and a ton of options really for the client. So when we're talking about location, we're not on, we're talking about like how much should be going where, paying off debt, different uh, um, assets, right? Where should be putting money there, but also, okay, how much should be in, in your 401k? Like how liquid do we need to be, right? That's another conversation. So location is key because when you get to retirement, so here's an example, you get to retirement and all of your money is in a traditional 401k. Was that the best choice? Almost certainly the answer is no. Right. Which takes us to number four, because a big thing in that statement I just said was, okay, what are taxes 30 years from now? Yeah. And balance, whether we're talking about exercise routine or food or financial planning, all requires some amount of balance. So all of one thing, regardless of what that is, is almost certainly going to be the wrong solution. And so it, it, the easiest way to, to have that conversation is like, okay, like let's imagine a world in which we have like two things, super simplified, a bank account and a 401k. If we put everything into the bank account, we're never going to get a rate of return. If we put everything into the 401k, how are we going to pay our bills? super simple example of like, nope, we can't have all of our eggs in one basket. And so we have to have broad diversification and balance doesn't mean equal parts into each thing. We have to understand why we're putting money where we are. And the first thing we need to even like have a semblance of is like, okay, what are the possibilities? Which is why when we talk about financial planning and we, the, the key word there is personal financial planning. This isn't, this isn't template, temp, templated. Is that a word? Templated financial. It's not planning. a cook, cookie cutter. Right. Right. So here's something to consider. So we taxes, right? We've got taxable, meaning it's taxable this year. Mm-hmm. We've got tax deferred, meaning we're deferring the taxes and we'll pay the taxes when we pull the money out and we've got tax free, right? So where we pay the taxes on the money this year, and then when we pull it out, it's tax free. So those are the three tax buckets, if you will. So here's a question we always ask our clients, and I want our listeners to think about the answer too. In those three buckets of money, taxable, tax deferred, or tax free, how much of your money 20 or 30 years from now do you want in those buckets? 
And almost every time, like many of you listening will probably laugh. You probably thought, well, I would like all my money in the tax-free bucket. And then we show them, well, unfortunately, all of your money is in the tax-deferred bucket currently because they didn't look at the bigger picture. By the way, this isn't a suggestion that all of your money should be in tax-free, by the way. In fact, if it is all in the tax-free bucket, then we probably paid too much in taxes today. We could have had a better structure by taking some amount of deductions today and paying some amount of taxes in the future. And we'll ultimately wind up in a situation where we're going to have some amount of taxable income in retirement. And now the question becomes, okay, what's taxable and how does it work and all those various different things. And I'm reminded of Stephen Covey, habit number two, start with the end in mind. And like, this is essentially the, the podcast that I recorded solo last week where we talked about like, okay, where do we want to end up? What does that look like? And then that's why we're having conversations with folks that are in their twenties, thirties, and forties, because if we don't start with the end in mind and like, okay, well, but let's imagine that we're at retirement. What do we want that picture to look like? We're trying to build a roadmap to something that doesn't exist. That is incredibly challenging. So I think Alex summed up this episode very, very clearly with that last statement. Think with the end in mind, right? And while, don't get me wrong, Alex and I love talking about rate of return too, although you may not think it because it feels like we almost avoid that topic on the, on this episode. We actually do <laughs> enjoy talking about rate of return, right? It's the fun topic, right? We all like putting in X amount of dollars and getting a lot more out of those dollars we put into it. But the fact of the matter is, is that's the one piece we really can't control. And more than rate of return. And, and if you're relying upon rate of return to either make or break you, you've got bigger problems. For sure. So quick summary of these four areas that are more important than rate of return. Rate of savings, protecting your income, where you're putting your money or location of your money, and taxation. Which takes us to the question of the day, Alex. Our question today is which of these four areas have you not considered thus far in your plan? Perhaps more importantly, why is it that you have a, a blind spot on your radar to this? So to answer that question, head over to beerandmoney.net and there's a spot for you to answer that question. Or if you have any topics on your mind that you would like for us to speak into, feel free to reach out to us via that spot as well. As always, we hope this episode is valuable. If you got anything from this episode, like you had an aha moment, share it with your friends, share it with your coworkers, share it with your parents, right? Because that's the whole purpose of us doing this episode or doing any episode, frankly, is to be a resource for you. And if you got something, I'm guessing someone else might get something as well. So we'll end it on. We hope this episode was valuable. And Mr. Collins. Cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian 
or quantified financial partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation, or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon 97201. Phone number 503-221-1226. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, AR Insurance License Number 1531912, CA Insurance License Number 0K24924, Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License Number 7264699, CA Insurance License Number 0H24806, Pinpoint Number 2022. 138240 expiration may 2024